What is the Oculus Quest Edge guy? The to, qu- to find the grail! <laughs> no, it's the quest for more money. <laughs> or the quest for more home adoption, I guess. <laughs> Welcome to the Exploding Barrel Podcast for September 26th, 27th, thereabouts, 2018. <laughs> thereabouts. This is Mike Minotti, joined by my brother. AJ, how's it going? Good, man. What's up? Oh, uh, you know, I'm okay. It's, the month's been real rough, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not rough in a, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> in a bunch of whiny ways, don't right, worry. Right, right. First world yeah. problems. Yeah, yeah, but you know. Yeah, it's, it's cooler though. <laughs> the weather's nice. Yeah, the weather is very nice. We had a lovely weekend. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's been raining, but it's like kind of a like rains in the afternoon. Yeah, it's kind of kind of and pleasant. it cools off. Yeah, yeah. It's better than like it, those hot. It's September. jeans weather. Jeans. Still wearing t-shirts, but jeans. I haven't. Thro- I've been wearing a hoodie sometimes just because I'm. Wear- I bought like when I was at that all-in wrestling show. I bought a hoodie. Mm. Well, you know, like my new favorite fashion trend is. It seems like last couple years <laughs> Please, are like, these like hoodies that are made of t-shirt oh yeah like that like great lakes one i have that yeah. sweet epcot one i have yeah. like those are like my favorite garments well you you know about fashion it's the best of everything you, mr uh guy they used to love those hawaiian shirts for a while mike they're all in that closet right there that's good to know <laughs> anyway so there's been there's been some pretty big game news uh gonna talk about a very random thing that's leaving the universal theme parks that i like and want to disney theme parks no universal I said we were going to talk about this. I thought we were going to talk about Illuminations. No. Oh. Talking about Sinbad. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sinbad, the Eighth Voyage of Sinbad. Well, I guess we got to start there now. Illuminations has a little time. I think Sinbad's just about done. But yeah, well, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess we're starting here. <laughs> yeah, You know what? If people get so bad with, like, freaking Flicks Funfair closes... A, a great, a legitimately great show at Universal Adventures closing. No one says anything. No one cares. Yeah. I think some people care, to be clear. And you know what? You know why no one cares? Because it's not tied to recognizable and beloved That's IP. Right. Like, But all these people like, bitch about well, like new well, stuff. Well, to be clear, everyone whined about uh, uh, Maelstrom. Maelstrom for whatever reason. Anyway. <laughs> that was old. But, uh, but this, I mean, to be fair, this show probably ran its course. But it, I'm going to miss it. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. So this was... If you don't know, Sinbad and the Eighth Voyage was an opening day attraction at Islands Adventure, which opened, what, 2000, 2001? It's at 99. So it's been there for a bit, and it is unique, even for that park, because it wasn't tied to an IP. It was in that one land that really was Lost wasn't, continent, yeah. Nothing in that land was tied to an IP, huh? No, nothing. Which is strange, because every other land, Seuss Landing, Jurassic Park, uh, the, the cartoon place, that's all yeah, IP stuff. Good. Yeah, you're Marvel, right, you're everything right. Everything else. I didn't, I never put that together in my then, head, that whole land was no, no, like, We need a uh, mythology land. Yeah. And we don't have anything, well, we're just gonna build. Makes you wonder if there wasn't something they were going for that fell know. through. But, now obviously, so the part of um, Lost Continent that was doing dragons got turned into Harry Potter, which, which was, turned out to be a smart business move. Uh-huh. So now... And right next to that is kind of this area, which is still Lost Continent. Well, so Lost Continent had three sublands. There yeah. was kind of like medieval fantasy, then went to like Middle Eastern fantasy, then it went to Greek mythology. Yeah. And like the Greek and like, although the the medieval one was by far most of it. Well, that's where Dueling Dragons right. was. Yeah, so, so. so yeah, so the Sinbad area and the uh, Fury of Poseidon, or Poseidon's Fury, whatever it's called, yeah. and Mythos, that restaurant we never been to, those are all still there. 
But uh, this little section, this section, which is taking up a lot of space because, you know, it's just one show with a big uh, theater. So that's going away. People are assuming probably for more Harry Potter stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people think maybe there's the, the other rumor that I heard from not from like the best source for this stuff, but from other people was that like they want to take like a multi-tier approach to Nintendo instead of just putting all of it in that third park. Like they might put Zelda in this area and along with like where Poseidon is eventually. And then, That'd like, cool. the Pokemon stuff will go where, um, like, the old Fievel stuff was, or the old kid stuff was. Right. And then, like, Mario and Donkey Kong would be in the new park. I think the Harry Potter thing is probably more likely. But, uh, so anyways, this show was, is actually really great. It's, uh, it's a stunt show, which are still, like, so, like, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. or, uh, Waterworld, actually, if you've been to yes. Universal Hollywood. Is yes. Great. <laughs> this one was really cool because it was a, kind of like Waterworld, it was more narratively focused. Mm-hmm. It was also because it was relatively new. It was very high tech. Yeah, there's some really cool. Like the 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 big climax stunt of the show is the one character, like the bad person, like catches on fire, literally just covered in fire, runs around on top. But she's like at the top of the stage. She jumps off and like lands in the water. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a really cool signature stunt. If you were if you're watching like the press coverage of Alan's Adventure opening, they they I, showed you. I this. remember it was the same guy because in the beginning there there's uh. Uh, Sinbad's uh, sidekick yeah. kebab, and at the beginning, remember he gets like magically yanked out of that boat. It was the same guy. Yeah, so like that, those were his two stunts. First, he got yanked out of the boat, and then during the show, he got prepped for the fire stunt, and then came out and did the that. The set in general is really cool. Very interesting. Like this kind of cave. There's like a ship in the cave. Mm-hmm. There's like yeah, yeah. It was it was a really neat set. But yeah, I haven't seen this show in a bit. I wish I could have seen it one more time before yeah. it goes. But it was, I don't know, I just always really liked the show. And it had that fountain in front of it. Yes, um, when I took the uh, acting courses I did in Florida, the improv coach that we had actually performed as that fountain for yeah, a so, while. So you know, it's, a, it's a talking fountain is the gag of it. It's, just, yeah. it's like a fountain of the face. He'll squirt you and stuff. And he squirts, yeah. And like, there's a guy somewhere in one of the buildings with a window to look out. He said not even in the park. Really? He said wow. on the other side of town. That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, he, can, he has a feed. And he can just do certain things. He can talk through it, and the voice is all high pitch. Mm-hmm. He can like set out some of the buttons so it squirts people. So be like, hey, kid, come here! <laughs> like, it's hilarious, <laughs> right? Good time. Like, why is this mountain talking and heckling the kids? Yes, why does it hate children? <laughs> so yeah, just a little tribute to Sinbad, the uh, A Voyage of Sinbad. I mean, more so, like I, you know, it's it's neat that it wasn't a well, it was a non-IP thing. Although I get that more so, I just like those stunt shows. Still, I still like mm. Indiana Jones. I, I still like Waterworld. Waterworld is fantastic. Great. Is Do you fantastic. remember? Were you with me? Maybe you weren't. I can't remember when it was. I, I went to see it, and you know, the, the what's his name? The Bishop is that the bad guy? Yeah, something like that. Like like his intro, he comes out like because this whole thing in the movies, he golfed. Mm-hmm. So he like he came. I had just like a wiffle golf ball, but he'd swing it towards the crowd. It's not gonna do anything. It's a wiffle golf ball. The one time he goes to like his like guy playing his little assistant like tees it up for him, he hits this ball, it sails through the air and like lands in a barrel. And they both like they just skip a beat. They both just threw their hands up in the air and then like he gets on the mic and that's where he's supposed to like start heckling the audience. But he goes, Hello everybody, my name is Tiger Woods. <laughs> Topical because he just won a tournament. Nah. That's how it comes full circle, you see. I actually found out that um the one uh, indie wrestler I really like Christopher Daniels used to play that part. Oh yeah, which makes sense because he's like total bald guy. Right. But yeah. yeah. But even, no, seriously, if you're in Universal Hollywood and you see like oh the Waterworld stunt show, don't go scoff. S- go see go the Waterworld stunt show. It's, it's great. It's it has some big. If you, if you don't know what the stunt. finale is, yeah, just it's fun. That finale is pretty good. <laughs> if you have the Universal Studios game for GameCube, it'll be watch that finale over and over from multiple angles. 
Oh my god. What a weird game. What a very weird what game. What a weird game. A mini game. game collection. Before that was really a thing. But they were all really bad and really yeah. short. It was weird too because it was like and like Woody Woodpecker was your guy. Woody Woodpecker, very topical, very <laughs> relevant character. Even in two thousand one, it was a stretch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and it was weird too because it was it was a three D Universal Park. It wasn't any of them in particular. It was like a yeah weird amalgamation like of all of them. Right. Anyway. Uh. So yeah. That, that that's that. What else was happening? Uh. Hey. Sony changed your mind. Yeah. What a weird day. Yeah. I didn't yeah, think that was coming. I, I've been on highs and lows all day. So. Sony finally caved to the pressures of cross-platform play. Uh, their CEO uh, made a post on the PlayStation blog where basically he, he kind of admitted, like, it wasn't so much a technology issue. It was a policy issue for us. We've adjusted our policy and we're ready to move forward now. Hey, they, silence. They wanted to make sure they're going to get paid. Sorry, it's a 10X Max. Oh, 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 oh it's, it's such a beautiful sound. Be oh, God, you got to tell me about your phone That's later. right. <sighs> okay. Anyways, go. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so they said they're starting it with an open beta of Fortnite being cross-platform, but like, and they implied other games. So I assume this means Rocket League, um, probably Minecraft. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I'm like, hooray! I'm gonna log in and unlink my PSN ID from the Ghost account that they recommended I make a few months ago. Click unlink, and this box pops up. Says cannot unlink due to a technical backend issue. We hope to have this fixed by November. November. And customer support can't do this for you either, so don't ask. <laughs> I I'm like, had that ready to go. Well, because I know. I'm like, you motherfucker. So that goes on for like you know two hours goes by, and then finally Epic announced very nicely uh, within the next couple days they're going to fix the unlinking, so you can unlink. And then I actually I got into a random Twitter conversation with someone who was in the same boat as me, and I guess his situation was he started on Xbox, made a separate account on PlayStation, sold his Xbox, but he like he wanted to buy the, the Season 6 pass on his PlayStation, but he bought a bunch of stuff on the Xbox already and didn't like know wow. what to do. And I told him, I said, eh, I mean, whatever one you're going to play going forward, I guess do that. In November, they're going to let you merge Epic accounts. So if you did that, uh, he, this guy, for example, Tim of Legend, uh, if you're out there, um, not, think, not that Tim of yeah. Legend. Um, yeah, you'll be able to merge the purchases for two accounts, which is actually I didn't expect that. That's going a little bit above and beyond, which is nice because um, I don't know what's going to happen with me. Like they did a PS Plus exclusive skin, yeah. and I bought it, but I've never logged into the game since. Yeah, you'll live without it. Well, but now even if it if if it doesn't go to my main account, I'll be able to link this second account, merge them, and get that skin. That's cool. So it's all going to work out in the end. Hooray, hooray. I had both of my brothers, you and Chris, like messaging me, trying to make me write stories about your problems with games. Look, I need to reach you're them like, somehow. You're like, ah, in case you want to know, I can't I can't do this with my epic. And Chris like, ah, in case you want to know, the Disney Heroes game I play on mobile has been down today. Look, we're trying to help and you do your job. I'm watching the Oculus event, they're like, here's a new standalone virtual headset. And you're like, ah, my game's broken. <laughs> Breaking news. So tell me about this headset. Because I didn't watch the thing. I, oh, really? I, I caught some of the highlights, but you know, you're the expert. <laughs> Seems to me like you're the expert. Mike, watch it for free on YouTube today. <laughs> yeah, the rims on the ass. Oculus Quest. I like that name. Yeah, it's a good name. This is the former uh, Project Cruise, this which I always thought. I didn't realize that Project Cruise. Like, I know, like they said, it was untethered. I thought they just meant like a wireless 
headset. I didn't know like it standalone, meant. Standalone, yeah. yeah. completely standalone. No PC, no phone. So more powerful than an Oculus Go. Yeah, not as powerful as a Rift, obviously. Right. Well, I mean, depending, I guess. But it does have the six degrees of movement. It has six degrees. It has touch controllers. I feel, like if I, put a, I feel like if I put a Go on and played a game, the minute I move my head to the side and yeah. the view didn't move, I'd puke. Yeah, that, that's no. really important for motion sickness in VR. Right. So, uh, four hundred dollars coming out spring. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, hey, look, this is fine. Just like, here's the headset. It's pretty good, ready to go. Put it on. It's gonna have fifty games ready for launch because you know a lot of them have been out for Rift. Mm-hmm. Like Moss is one of the ones that's confirmed. Uh, there's a couple other ones they say are confirmed, but spring they said oh, okay. Spring, I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear that. So I don't know if they've said this. So like, I bought games on the Oculus Store. Oh. Will I have if the I'm game comes out for Quest? Will I have that'd be sweet. I'm not clear on that. If the, if that was the case, I'd be persuaded. Only because it well two two reasons. One, it'd be nice to have because in theory it's, it just works anywhere. It's practically a portable system in a weird way. Yeah. But like as you see, as you sit in my basement, I have kind of low ceilings. Yeah. So you could like take go in the backyard with this thing. Right. Like I could go wherever I have more room because like here, like if I like like I'm playing super hot. This happens all the time. Oh, guy in the balcony. Clang, and I like I mean, bust my hand on the this ceiling. This is clearly like I don't know if this one is going to be the one, but this is the kind of this is what this a is VR headset right has direction. to look yeah. like, right? And they yeah. know that they say you it's can't like, tie it to a twelve hundred dollar PC, right? Now, for me, this is definitely the most attractive because there's games I want to play that like I couldn't play on a like Star Trek uh, uh, Bridge Crew, right? Like I would, that's like something I'd really play or Moss mm-hmm. and I'm like well those things will just be on this probably and that's that's almost attractive enough to want to consider it I still don't know if I want to but it's certainly more likely it's to more be getting a go or getting a rift mm-hmm. it's a uh, I think it's kind of the middle thing what's well, weird it's like the middle thing in terms of like power but it has other benefits that almost kind of outweigh well it's you could think of like the difference between like playing a game on a switch versus the xbox one x right you know Wolfenstein's on both. Do you want 4K or do you want portability? Right. It's something about like these VR things. Like so much of fun sometimes is like just kind of bringing in a living room and showing people. But like, and especially if they put, honestly, if they just put Beat Saber on this thing. I'm sure it'll sold because again, it, it uses the touch. I, I think mm-hmm. it has its own touch controllers. Right, they look they look different. They look different. They have the same like number of inputs and the same buttons, but they're just they looked more um, ambidextrous. Okay. Like, like, it didn't look like one was specifically left and right. Like, they could have fit either hand. But, yeah, I think I actually think it looks pretty neat. I think that's a good yeah. deal. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that how that finally does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that was the thing. What, anything, what else happened? Like, Telltale. Telltale. That was the, I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah. Huh. What yeah, a weird, that weird was thing that was. We kind of, th- I mean, it seemed like they were kind of a little on the decline. I think they were going to close. Well, yeah, I mean, it. the thing that sucks, and it sounds like, when you hear all the anecdotes, it sounds like a lot of this laid at the feet of management who sure well didn't want to change. But like people have been saying for years, the same two things: their engine sucks, and the games are what was what was groundbreaking in season one of The Walking Dead became completely formulaic. Every Telltale game was, "Oh, you're going to do this narrative and make morally great choices, and there's going to be five episodes." It they o- like it was oversaturated. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't speak too much quality because I like I inherently don't have much of an interest in, in those kind of games. Really, the only one. So I, I I liked when they were making ones that were actually more adventure games, and that's what the studio was made for. Right, Sam and Max and well, Bone was Bone, their first yeah. game, which I don't think they ever finished that series. But no. the whole the whole kind of creed was episodic adventure games. We're going to bring back adventure games with this episodic model. The first game that 
actually really followed what became like the modern tell the thing was that Jurassic Park game that no one liked. Yeah. But that was basically the formula, and then it kind of actually all worked with that Walking Dead thing. Uh, but yeah, the last one I played was Guardians of the Galaxy 1, and it just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, engine and whatnot, so I just, that kind of game is not super interesting to me. I just kind of feel like I'm like playing a comic book. Well, and I wonder too, like, when, God, when did Telltale start? That was like 2007. Yeah, thereabouts. And, like, remember, at that time, everyone thought episodic was the future of games. Half-Life was going episodic. There was that Sin episode. You think they should have, at some point, abandoned episodic? Yes! I mean, it, it, in 2018, do you really want to buy Walking Dead Season 3 and wait two it, months between two hours I can almost see how, like, they thought game? it was, like, their thing. I understand why, yeah, like, in the yeah. day, but, like, at some point in the last decade, they should have said, okay... Let's just make games and release them, you know? I think my first E3, I think it's like 2011 or whatever it was, it was Telltale had like, they didn't have a booth, they had like a, one of the cubicles, and mm-hmm. it was some guy talking about uh, Back to the Future. No, Back to the Future was just announced. He had a hoverboard just for promotional reasons. Mm-hmm. And Jurassic Park was just announced. But he like, what? He, he showed me, they, there was like some weird agent puzzle game or something they had at the time. Yeah, yeah, I remember or that. Something like that was I was shown, yeah. It was, yeah, so... Yeah, it was, it's been a long journey for them. So, I mean, aside for who knows, like, what, whatever the reason is, they closed. But it's it seems pretty awful that it was done very suddenly. Uh, very 250 shitty. people fired, no severance, which uh, might be illegal. There's a clash of yeah, lawsuit now. Yeah. They left 50 people behind. At first, everyone thought... 25. Oh, 25, yeah. They thought, oh, they're going to finish Walking Dead. No, these people are just finishing, like, the Netflix ports of Minecraft story mode. Which is weird. Which is a thing, okay. apparently. Uh, so... Cancelled outright is the Stranger Things game and uh Wolf Among Us. Right. And then then Telltale's like, oh, we might find might have people who are interested in doing it. And like some people were like finish Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. So people were like, Oh, okay, but isn't didn't you fire everyone who works yeah, on like, it? Who's gonna make it? So like I think that that sale might not happen now because I mean if you announce it and people aren't excited about it, then the investor's like, uh, oh, maybe we don't want to give you money for Yeah. Like well, it sucks. They, they, they delisted the, yeah. the season. Now it mean it's easier for me to say, like, oh well, it's just not gonna happen. I don't care about those games. I imagine it'd be pretty hard if you're invested in that series. Right. This is like the final season, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna see how this ends and then it's like But oh, even, even like so like Walking Dead, I played the first season, loved it, thought it was brilliant. We everyone liked that first season a then, lot. Then like well, waiting for season two, they did like that Myconi thing. Like this little. And, like, mis- I didn't know what it was. They're I was like, already oversaturating. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where's season two? What's this? Then season two came out, but like my save file was like, I didn't know where it was because this was like right before cloud saves. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to like start fresh. Then they did release something, I guess, before season three that was like a story constructor. Oh, like that Mass like, Effect one thing? Kind of, yeah. The PlayStation 2 version of Mass yeah, Effect 2. Yeah, yeah. So like. That, and that had me like, oh, maybe I could finally get into season two with that and go from there. And But then, oh, now I'm not going to get into it if I can't finish it. Yeah. Same thing with Wolf Among Us. But, yeah, it's such a bummer. And it, I mean, the one thing I guess you could kind of take from it is you look at what other former Telltale employees have done. That's Campo Santo, who made Firewatch. And um, I'm blanking on the studio name, but the guys made Oxenfree. Oh, are, are all former Telltale. Oh, really? So, like, you hope, I mean, I'm sure some, a lot of these people just go to existing studios, but there's a hope that maybe some of them will be able to put something together and make these, make these kind of Play games, but do it money. right, yeah. you know, use Unity. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's interesting because you know what's like coming out right now is that Life is Strange 2, which is... Right, which has a very Telltale vibe And to it, it is episodic still. And that, these days, that's like the only one left, right? right? Yeah. So, it definitely does seem like this is... I mean, there will always be some episodic games, whether it be what, Hitman went episodic. Mm-hmm. People seem to like it, but didn't sell great. Now, Hitman 2 is not episodic. Right. So, yeah, it does seem like we're going to be seeing even less of that stuff. Well, I think they are talking about DLC. But, like, episodic was seen as a way to kind of, like, curb your development costs. Oh. But I think now early access just does that for well, a lot of games. Well, it sounds like it was a nightmare for Crunch because instead of, like, You're just Crunch always is always bad. Instead of having Crunch for one game, you had a Crunch for each episode. Yeah, and now this has reignited, once again, the uh, discussion of unions in the game right. industry. Which, which seems like it's got to happen. Right, like, here's what always kills me. is like, every time you read these horror stories about Crunch, they always say the same thing where, like, you know, it was never technically required that we work more than 40 hours a week, but, like, it was seen if you didn't, you weren't a team player. Like... <laughs> as, like, a pseudo-union, can't everyone in the studio just be like, well, if they're not going to make us, we're not going to. Let's all agree to that. Yeah. I mean, I th- you know, I think a lot of people do have, like, you know, the pride, the product. And the one guy said, the one Telltale employee, after being fired, kind of said on Twitter, like, look, I spent all this time doing free, like, overtime yeah, I and crunch. I was going to pay off. And it was and... like, you know, and guess what? I'm just fired with no severance. Like, don't do it. It yeah. is awful for me and my health. And I think that it, it's sad, but, like, it's almost a way people need to think now they like you don't want to tell people to be less passionate about your work but, but at the same time and you hear some of the old take timers, care of yourself that's cause, all cause some of the old timers kind of talk about it too but they talk about crunch in this romantic way like oh we were all bonding and it was like great that's like yeah maybe it wasn't great for everybody maybe you thought it was fine yeah well that was also i mean it was a time when game development was like it was in a six, different place. It yeah. was like it was like twenty guys. Yeah, who it's were just like six people out. who are twenty two drinking it, beers all night and it, making their game. It wasn't a career. Yet. I mean, it was a, it was a career. And it wasn't the kind of thing you went to school for and planned your life around. You know what I mean? Is, well, it, it could have been, but it, not in the, such a specific way as it is right. now. Not so much that, like you're being scouted after your second year of full sale to go work at fifteen different companies. I get what you mean, right? So yeah, something's going to have to happen there. And this is going to be, like, kind of, if not a rallying cry, like, the kind of, like, the sample, right? Anybody who's going to talk about Union is going to bring this up. Mm-hmm, for so. sure. So, anyways, what else, Edge Guy? Is there any other news? About video games? I don't know. Have you been playing anything? Want to talk about your dumb phone? Yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have an iPhone tennis Max. Wow, I bet it's bigger and b- better than the other one. Yeah, it's a great tennis Max. I'm sure it's I mean, good. Ten- what? Huh? What? It's a dumb name. Tennis, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the 10 was... It, honestly... 10X Max. If it was the iPhone X... But then it would be the XS. No, well, th- no, th- not even that. Because that's <laughs> yeah. also terrible. It should have been the iPhone X. Then you could have done the X2, the X3, the X4. Just do the Mega Man model. Yeah. You stop at 8... You go to X. Well, you could have. You go from there. <laughs> you could have also just made a nine. Well, no, no, no. Um, oh, there's a reason for it. Yeah, for not doing nine. <laughs> well, I think I think part was at the time they didn't want to have an eight and a nine because when there's like a one difference like that, it almost is like like it makes the eight feel really old. Well, they did it for every other number. What? Oh, that's right. Because there's no S. Yeah, yeah. No, like no like eight, eight, eight and ten came out the same year. Uh, well, they should have just yeah okay. Well, they they should have just made an eight, in an eight S or whatever, or like an eight max. I don't know. They messed because, it up. Because yeah, it, they blew it's, it. It's muddy. It's muddy. Uh, anyway, when you look at the phone, fundamentally, it's the same as the ten from last year. Obviously, bigger screen. 
And that screen is incredible. Um, I've been throwing you know, a bunch of games at it. Fortnite looks amazing on it. Plays incredibly well. No, no hitching or stuttering to speak of. Um, I've, I've been playing Animal Crossing Pocket Camp with the kids. Really? They kind of dig it because yeah. it's in a weird way. It's like a, it's like an interactive storybook. Yeah, you know, you're just talking to animals, giving yeah. them fruit. Yeah, they, 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 they think it's hilarious. It's a great game for three year olds. Right? Yeah, they love it. So like that looks all cute and vibrant. And you can show them Isabella and uh, Smash Brothers right. beating then, the crap out of people. Exactly. Exactly. It's a gateway drug. They don't start punching each other. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be terrific. Um, but the big upgrades the camera. Yeah. Well. And and uh, what they what they did with portrait I love they they let you adjust the. The blur after the fact, like you're virtually switching yeah, the F's up. Like I took a, a photo of Chris in portrait mode, and just turned. I said, "It's just so nice." That's that's always the big deal for me. Is is how's the camera improved? It, it I can get into the technical wheeze, but mm-hmm. suffice to say, it's it's a big upgrade. That that's like the biggest upgrade of this phone. Yes, yes. Uh, battery life's better. Uh, all all the usual things. Yeah, you know, the S years are kind of hard to talk about because like. It's like last year's phone, but better. Right, yeah, you don't have like the giant like change in design. Right, right, but it's new... it's it's a nice phone. Yeah. I like it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play Mario 3. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because well, actually <laughs> Yeah, I... we haven't recorded since Switch Online came out. I actually out. like the the HUD and like I yeah, like I the, like the I like the app for rich, for right. the NES games. It's just how many times are you gonna go play tennis? Right, yeah. So many of those games are filler, like hockey, tennis. But that's I'd say there's at least five or six yeah. you know, you Mario One and Three, Zelda. Mario Three is the most substantial game right now. Like that's a full blown yeah. game you can play Even over like, multiple nights. Yoshi's a good game to Yoshi's have a fun game. That's one that actually works pretty well in uh multiplayer. Right. Uh, but River City Ransom is kind of a yeah, welcome addition. Double Dragon. Uh but I mean, you know, it has all the stuff you would expect, the, the save state stuff. Uh, it doesn't have rewind. I hate rewind. I don't use rewind, so that's right. fine with me. Uh, hate's maybe a strong word, but I don't use rewind. But uh, I'm too much of an elitist. Mm. But like, yeah, I like the the UI of it. I think it's kind of attractive. The emulation seems really good. Mario 3 is hard. I feel bad. I, haven't, I don't think I've ever beat Mario 3 without like you using the whistles. whistles. I'm like trying to do it this time. Did like, it once. I could, once I, I I could beat Mario World. Like, you know, uh, get every level, whatever. Yeah. Do, do do the tubulars and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. No problem. Mario 3 is just, like, harder, It's man. a hard game. It's just harder. And part of the problem is, like, you can, you can get so trapped. Like, you, once you, like, die in a level and then you need to start a small Mario again, you're like, and so it's like, I can't get a power-up without dying again. Ah, uh, everything's killing me and I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Thank God the levels are short. Right. So did you see this rumor of Virtual Console coming up again? No, what's this about? Oh, you didn't see this. What's um, this about? Some guy got into a JSON file for the eShop. This is the same way that we knew Fortnite was coming out like two days before it came out. Mm-hmm. And in the JSON for the eShop, it makes specific mention of Virtual Console for everything from NES to N64. No GameCube? No. See, I would really want to be excited if there was GameCube. I mean, like I said, I actually like this version of it so much. And honestly, like the, the Wii... I mean, the, the Switch online service kind of needs it to help justify mm-hmm. its existence. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I like the idea of a virtual console and this. Right. Like, it's got to be one or the other. Right. Maybe that's just an artifact of some old thing. I don't yeah, know. who knows? Maybe that's just what they call their emulation thing or something. I don't know. But, I mean, I definitely would love to get more uh, other systems on here. I would be, like, really excited for, for some things that weren't as easy. Like, NES games, part of the problem is that 
I mean, they're always the first things that we get, right? We had yeah. NES games in Animal Crossing. We had them in the e-reader. <laughs> we had them, you know, we had the NES Classic. Like, yeah, it's great. I played all these games before. That's fine. Like, a dozen times. But, like, a Game Boy Advance uh, thing would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Even Nintendo 64 would be more interesting. Right. But, yeah. And at least, like, the appeal of Virtual Console is having these games on the go. Yeah. Did we talk about the PlayStation Classic? No, that that was also. I love I love how everyone's bringing up that quote from the one Sony exec who's like he's like bad mouthing backwards compatibility and he's like, I I play Gran Turismo two and look like shit. Why would I even want to play oh, that's this? So funny. Oh my god. Oh, Meanwhile, I'll buy this. So I have a chaos theory because everyone the, the the knock on it is what twenty games, but only everybody f- has a knock on it. Can I just say that that I was getting a little tired yeah. of everybody There's having lot, their little knock on it? I'm like, oh. Come on, this is cool. Yeah. So it's fine. Everyone's like, this is why we no one preserves classic games anymore. Like this is a preservation of classic right? games. Like, no, but not the way I wanted with emulators and well, virtual cars. Some so. guy tried to tweet, he was all pissy. He's like what was he saying? Like if I if I wanna watch Deadwood, I just get my phone, my TV, anything I want. I watch. I don't have to buy an HBO mini. Yeah, it was somebody like, it was somebody famous. Yeah, and I was like, you watched Deadwood on HBO subscription yeah, in, the, in the early 2000s. Analogy, analogy made no sense. You're, you, you're, yeah, no, no, just no, no. But, uh, you know, also, uh, an hour of TV is very different from a complex computer program from 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 20 games are going to be on it. They've announced five. Let's see if I can do this. Final uh, Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash. Oh, that rather Jumping Flash too. Uh, Me too, right? Wild Arms, Tekken Three, and Ridge Racer Type Four. Yeah, which is best Ridge Racer. Although apparently people don't share that opinion, uh, but yeah. they're wrong. Yeah, it is too bad. Don't Jumping Flash Two. We love Jumping Flash Two. I just haven't played as much of one. Right, but anyway. A lot of people are like, oh, how can you even ask for money with this without even saying what all the games are? I have a theory. And my theory is that Sony is trying to get a bunch of third parties on. People like Konami. You need Konami. You need Metal Gear Solid. Right. And probably what they're doing is like now going to Konami after we can be like, look, it's sold out everywhere. It's a huge success. It's, it's got to be in on this, you know? It's going to sell Does Metal Gear out. need a DualShock, though? No. It didn't? It does not. Okay. It's mostly top-down. It mostly kind of plays like the right. NES. Right, but I just, remember, I just remember, like, that game did so many cool things with the Duel. So I remember, like, Psycho Man. It helps with the vibration more than anything It wasn't required, though? No, because, okay. I mean, you can't even shoot in first person in that game. That's true. So, yeah, so the it comes with two controllers, old-school PS pads, no analog sticks, wired. Mm-hmm. It looks like they go into USB ports. So I'm hoping this guy, my little uh, 8-BitDo USB adapter works. Because this is like you hook up an 8-BitDo controller, a PS4 controller, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, I pre-ordered one. Oh, really? No, again. I, I'm assuming I'll get one. Yeah, I mean, I hope. If, if, if they announce the other 15 games, I'm like, eh, garbage. I just canceled the pre-order. But, you know, at the same time, it, I it's think amazing. That, I think they'll be able to find 15 good PlayStation 1 games yeah. to put on this. A lot, of, a lot of hate for the early... Polygons. I hate that too. People are like, oh, these games, these are the games that age so poorly that I can't play them anymore. But I feel like they're almost coming back around to being charming. They were always charming. They were always fun. I I don't know. I mean, I just think, I don't understand why everybody, like, almost nobody ever seemed to have had a problem with 8-bit. Somehow low pixel was always fine, but low mm. polygon, that's a bridge well, too like, far. And to me, I think Final Fantasy VII looks better than Final Fantasy VIII. 
when they try to go too realistic. Yeah, I mean, I think they're both interesting in a way. I don't. I I, I brought this up before. Like, I think a Final Fantasy remake, sure, fine, but I can still play Final Fantasy VII. Like, I'm not uh-huh. bothered by the graphics. Right, right. It has like a charm to it. It you know, it's it's nice how things are placed in the time when they were created in a way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, people who are like, oh, you can't actually even play these games. They're so dated. No, and you know what? All these people who are complaining about the game choice, what they look like, all this, I'm gonna be like. You know what? The fact that you're talking about this means that you have the knowledge to go download a PlayStation One emulator and play literally any of these games right now. Mm-hmm. So just go do that if it matters that mm-hmm. much to you. Anyways, I'm so now fine. we what we really need. No. Correct me here. Jet Moto Two also had all the tracks from Jet Moto One, right? I don't remember. One of them had all the tracks. One of them should be in it. Yeah, because oh man, remember that Heaven and Hell track? Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Jet Moto is great. Just never, never release on anything but the PlayStation One. Those right. three games. Bring that back. Yeah, you need a Jet Moto on there. You need a Jet Moto. You probably need a Wipeout. You need a Wipeout. Probably need uh, Tomb Raider One, Resident Evil One. Yeah, I was gonna say definitely Resident Evil. Battle Arena Toshinden. Yeah, give it to me. I want to ask Pro Skater. That might have some licensing issues. Yeah, everyone keeps talking about that. I'm like, yeah, there's no way they're gonna get that music. Yeah, well, that plus the skaters and oh, that's right. All yeah, I didn't even think of that. There's a lot of things. I wonder if they would bother Symphony tonight now that that collection's coming out, which is exciting because it has. Rondo well, they Blood. might because because Rondo Blood would still be off of it. So like, sure, yeah, it's a draw. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think that about does it now. Yeah. So, uh, what you play? Oh, I thought I meant that does it for the podcast. Well, oh, no, I still have more stuff to talk about. Oh, I told you I played Mario Three. Oh, that's all you played. <laughs> Uh, I played something else I can't talk about yet. Oh, you can't talk about it yet? Yeah, but yeah, Mario 3, as far as you're concerned, I played World of Warcraft and Overwatch, you know. Too. Yeah, okay. I have, I dabbled in Dark Souls for the very oh, first really? time. I played that beta mm. on Switch. How'd that go? I can see the appeal. Is, was it running well? Yeah, it ran great. You know, it's 30 frames per second, but, you mm. know, I, I I beat my first, I don't know what you call it a boss, it was like a big pig thing, but I beat that, and I was like, alright, cool, and beat the pig thing. I died, I came back, I got better, like, I could feel myself getting better. Yeah. And I reached a point where I was like, okay, if I were to keep playing this, this has to be the only video game I ever played again. <laughs> like, you, like it's it's pure skill-based, which, I, again, I get it, I totally get the appeal, that don't fit my lifestyle right now. You don't want to play something I appreciate that much, it. That intense. But yeah, I, I I ain't got that to do. Look great on the Switch. I, yeah. I think that's gonna be a great Switch game. I somehow missed. Yeah, I missed that game too. I played. You played Blood, Bloodborne, right? I beat Bloodborne. I I played Bloodborne and Demon Souls. You're like a you're like a Souls hipster, yeah, right? Like I liked. I didn't get too far in Demon Souls because you know, it was hard. But right, I didn't, I didn't really stick with it long enough to get better. But I enjoyed it. I appreciated it. Yeah. For some reason, like I just missed the whole Dark Souls thing. Uh, also, um, it comes out next week with the Forza Horizon 4 demo. Oh, yeah. Seasons change everything. Oh, my God. So good. The biggest issue I have with that game was deciding if I want the performance mode or quality mode. Well, we're World of Warcraft PvP masters now. Sort of. Well, we were <laughs> we for thought we were. <laughs> now we had a losing... Yeah, we're doing 2v2s in World of Warcraft. But just like this whole gameplay thing we never really did before. Right. It's, it's like so fun. different. It's such a cool, different yeah. way to interact with the game. You're using skills you never use. Yeah. But we're having fun with that. We're doing pretty good. Then we're then not. We <laughs> then we're then we started doing okay again. Right. So we're, you know, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Some of those classes are so annoying. I'm a little annoyed because I thought they said that both Elemental and Enhancement Shaman were going to get a pass in 8.1. And they like laid out all the Elemental changes and they haven't even said anything about Enhancement. They're going to because they haven't said anything about Shadow Priest yet either. Right? Oh, okay. I think, I think they're still coming. They best. They're coming. Alright, now are we done? Uh, Sure. 
All right, thanks for listening to the Exploding Barrel Podcast, everybody. You can find more of us at ebpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Go to the EBP Discord channel. And, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next week on the Exploding Barrel Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.